Get ready for adventures on the high seas of Galarian. This is the Called Shot Podcast. <laughs> Hello, Cold Shot crew. Welcome back to another week of some high adventures on the high seas of Galarian. But before we get into it, there's a few things I just wanted to talk to you about. When we started this whole podcast thing, oh, so, so many nights ago, we really sat down and talked about our goals and what we wanted to accomplish in order to make it worthwhile for us to continue doing what we do. And at first... As long as we are having fun, then it's worth it to continue podcasting. Then, after a couple of weeks of actually doing it, we realized what a huge, huge time commitment it is. And so we established some other numbers like first goal, 10 people that we don't know, have never had any contact with to listen to what we do and enjoy it. We hit that in the first week. How cool is that? Then we wanted to get emails from somebody that we didn't know and have a great discussion. And we've done that. And then we said 100 Facebook likes. Got that. And uh, <laughs> we wanted our own subreddit. And thank you to user Lexboss. We now have our own subreddit. Thank you for all the emails about me forgetting to actually say what it is. It is in the show notes. If you want to find us on Reddit, we are called shot podcast or r slash called shot podcast. And all of that is really great. But I got to tell you, our main goal, what we really want to accomplish now is just to spread our love for gaming as far and as wide as we possibly can. And we're really starting to make connections with lots of people, especially personally. I know Matt's brother is finally getting back into gaming with us. And it's just a lot of fun. It's a huge time commitment. You got to find the right people to game with. But hearing the feedback of getting other people into this game that we all love and enjoy is just awesome. Thank you to everyone who has written in, everyone who has left us a review. We really appreciate it. Spread the word. Let other people know about the Call Shot podcast and how much fun it is. Just spread the word. Let other people know what we're doing. And let's get this crew to be huge. I want at least five million people to listen to us. Okay, so maybe that's a little bit of a far stretch, but we can do this. So one last thing before we get started with this episode. We have been really proud of the last 13 episodes and the audio quality that we put out, and it's something we really want to keep going. But something happened with this episode, and we're just not incredibly sure why. We added Sirenscape uh, through a computer, and our theory is some there was some sort of interference. There's some bad clicking, some bad popping, and we're not really happy with this audio quality, but moving forward, we've got the next episode recorded already and we don't have the same problem. So we assume at this point that we've fixed it. If you are listening to this episode and you have any idea what is going on, please email us and let us know. Uh, we're still trying to learn. So again, we apologize for the audio quality of episode 14. Our best suggestion at this point is to listen without headphones. But we promise it will be better from here on out. We will make sure of that. Believe me. So let's get to episode 14, Man's Promise. So last week was a that was a pretty rough episode, was it not? Uh, For yeah, me it was. I anyway. was say, what do you mean rough? <laughs> I shot something. <laughs> you even pulled a you even pulled a dart out of a guy's shoulder. I don't think we murdered anything, did we? Uh, uh, just one guy? No, yeah. One guy I fed to the sharks by accident. 
Into the hey, goals. hello, seagulls. And we're being attacked uh, mine, by mine, seagulls. Mine, 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 mine. <laughs> it's yeah. birds all over I was again. Say, it's Alfred Hitchcock's The Seagulls. So we'll start over again from the beginning. All right. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. No seagulls. more seagulls. Wait, no, what? Yes, there's seagulls. <laughs> well, I love we're not being attacked by seagulls. Oh, well, no, not that. Seagulls. But they're tasty. What else are we going to rum roast? <laughs> like the fish of the sky. I'm throwing all the rum off this ship. <laughs> we, might have a, we might have a second mutiny if you do that. <laughs> and we're not in charge of this ship yet. Make it optional. <laughs> all right. So, last week, pretty rough episode, at least for a bunch of NPCs. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it, went, it was smooth sailing for us. Yeah. Uh, man, uh, all I could do is roll ones and fives, and there Sebastian is casting color spray, and they're falling over the edge of the boat. And Adagoke was the best there is at what he does. <laughs> He's smacking people, the best holding people. Around. Oh, I shot goodness. something that wasn't my own team. <laughs> First time ever. Not, so that uh, the fight went about 100% better than I thought it would. I was really worried. I was like, maybe I'm going to have to scale the encounter back a little bit so you guys can survive. But no, um, I thought about adding stuff. <laughs> oh, well. More XP for us. That's cool. Yeah, right? So Barnabas <laughs> is up on the edge of the ship with a hardened hand giving a big, rousing speech. And... Uh, he looks out at all of you. He gets his officers. They all go back to the Wormwood, into the captain's quarters to figure out what they have and what they're going to divide up. Uh, several of the crew members are going down into the battle bowels of the other ship, taking out all the plunder that they have and start moving it over to the Wormwood. So they are emptying the second ship out of anything and everything that's valuable. Cool. The crew itself is cheering. They've got rum in hand. They're just overcome with the joy of succeeding at this battle. And the party starts. The rum is flowing. Uh, people are just got uh, arms around each other, telling them about how great of a job they did in that fight. And uh, the political lines that had started to form and had solidified on the Wormwood are gone at this point. You are one crew. Everybody is excited. Even Aretta and Phipps come over to you guys, hand you things of rum, slap you on the back, and tell you what a great job you did. At some point while we're celebrating to, to show that political lines are, are gone and there's no hard feelings, like when we're cheering and jumping and dancing and doing all that, I'm going to try, Atagoke is going to try and dance with, let's say, uh, Badger? Like some sort okay. of like bar dancing, sure. like big mm -hmm. raucous, like from the like porthole to the wall. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, I am singing. Oh. Wrong kind of dancing. <laughs> so Rosie breaks out her fiddle, yes. starts uh, playing up a tune. There's dancing, singing, yo hoes everywhere. <laughs> uh, it's exciting. So you guys, at this point, you're going to have all night to do what if there's anything you want to do are you guys planning on doing anything surreptitious to the wormwood or are you just going to enjoy this party throughout the night and wake up the next morning i'm what do you think <laughs> i'm thinking you guys are going to screw with me that's what i'm thinking i think i want to like stealthily hang out around where the officers and stuff are and kind of listen if they're talking about what's going to be done with the other ship and see what i can glean while i'm 
I'm going to be non-stealthily walking into that door to be a, an officer. You know what? In the... I was about to say, Fane, yeah. you are actually invited into the officer's quarters. Yeah, man, I just coordinated an attack on the back of that ship. <laughs> Is that, Is that what, what you call that? A, uh, that's man. what they know. <laughs> Sebastian's going to disguise himself as Fane and walk in next to him. Where is we? I'm so lost. So, right now. going to the. I'm going to see if I can join right. the officers to talk about uh, plans. Barnabas just looks at you and says, "Not this time, Fane." We'll have you join us after you have a little more experience. Please go and join the rest of the crew and enjoy this wondrous battle. I do give him the pout. (laughs) Big lower lip. (laughs) He just kind of crosses his eyes at you, furrows his brow, (laughs) and turns around, slams the door in your face. Creepy. (laughs) That was a little awkward. Where is is the officer's festivities happening in the captain's quarters or in the officer's quarters? The captain has brought all of the officers into his quarters. They probably have their own selection of some of the best food from the other ship, which, by the way, is named the Man's Promise. So I can stop calling it the other ship. By this point, you have seen the nameplate on the side of the ship. Uh, Somebody, everybody give me a uh, perception roll. Nice. (laughs) No. Uh, Kitnik, what's your number? 10. 21. And Adam? Uh, with John Ollie over there? 18. And Fane? <laughs> Remind me what I'm doing. I just had a sneeze on my head for the last... Okay. <laughs> uh, I rolled an 11 plus... 18. Total 18. Okay. And 9. So anybody who rolled above a 15, you can actually notice that the man's promise nameplate on the side of the ship, there's like a, you know how wood fades when it's in the sun? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The nameplate has like an outline around it that's like a different shape. That was obviously a different nameplate under it. And then another one under that, and it's another one under squibbed. that. It's oh. been <laughs> Not squibbed. It's been renamed more than once at the very That's least. bad luck. That's like super bad luck. You well, don't rename a ship. Yeah, well, too bad. <laughs> these guys had no idea. And these guys had bad luck, therefore. Right? Now <laughs> and, we know why. And now they've been taken over by the Pirates of the Wormwood. And we're going to rename it. Oh. <laughs> we need uh, to find its original name. Yeah, you get on that. <laughs> so you have the night to party and revel. Are you doing anything else other than that? This is your opportunity, like one ship action, something to that effect? Just entertaining the crowd. Yeah, cool. I, I think Sebastian's going to do the same. Kitten it. I'm going to go down the galley, and I'm going to crawl up in that little crawl space I found last time, huh. and I'm going to listen in on the captain's quarters. All right. Uh, John? I'm going to scour the ship for my dagger. <laughs> uh, which ship? <laughs> the Wormwood ship. You don't think you could possibly be on the man's promise? I mean, if you left it over there, maybe. Actually... I can I take back everything I just said? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I would like to go over to uh, the man's promise. What an excellent idea. I would like to do one of two things. I'd like to be looking for my dagger, I guess, while I'm over there. But on top of that, I want to go into the captain's quarters over there where there was that big explosion. I want to see what they exploded. Like what, what, how much damage is done to the internals of the ship? Because we don't know. All we know is that it exploded. The explosion was below decks. It was not in the captain's quarters. Oh, I thought they came running out of the captain's corners. It was that general area. Okay, I would like to go wherever I think the explosion came from then. That way I can kind of see how much damage is done to the ship. All right. If it's operable. First, we're going to tackle Kitnik. Your action for the evening. 
you listen in on the officers, and it is some of the most boring, mundane discussion you have ever heard, interspersed with uh, drinks of rum and vulgarity beyond imagination. They don't really discuss much beyond that. It's just how they're divvying up the loot, who gets what share and how much that share is. Okay, that's still interesting to me. All right. Uh, You'll find out exact specifics the next day. And then they break up and they go and join uh, the rest of the crew, those that want. Some go to the officer quarters, that sort of thing. They don't discuss anything about who's taking the other ship or anything? No. Okay. Where is Scourge during all of this? Uh, Scourge is actually with the rest of the crew. He is uh, banned from the officers as well. Figured as much, just checking. Adagoke, did you say you were doing anything? I didn't, but I am. What are you doing? <laughs> okay, I have two things that I want to do. One, I want to try and find Sandara. Okay. And ask her if she can look at this nasty cut I got on my arm when I was boarding the ship. Okay. I took four hit points of damage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she heals you. All right. <laughs> no problem. That's the last one she has for the day. Thank you. And then I'm going to feed what will eventually become my parent. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Give me... Did we finally determine that handle animal could not be done? It cannot be done untrained. Untrained. All right. So it's basically a charisma check. Right. Give me the charisma check. Can I just take a 10? Nah. <laughs> nope. Okay. So you're telling me... 10. <laughs> <laughs> the bird perches on your shoulder. It goes squat. Hey! And then bites Ooh. off your lobe. Let's <laughs> <laughs> find him for the fields. Oh, Lord. Barrett wants a cracker. And I will feed him some of the ship's biscuit. He nibbles at it and then kind of pecks at your head a little bit and then settles in. All it spits, right. spits the biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> you are part of the crew. You get your share of the treasure. Everyone cooks like crap. <laughs> you are not wrong, Bird. <laughs> All right. So, John Ollie, you are searching. You went below decks. You're searching the man's promise for a dagger. Do I need to make an acrobatics check to jump across the ship? No. I'm okay. going to let everybody take a 10 at this point. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Just to get back and forth. There's also a gangplank that you can walk across. That makes no sense. Problem. I didn't think about that. Sorry. Yeah. At this point, it's easy to go back and forth. Sure. So you are on the man's promise. Yes, sir. You go below decks to where the explosion happened. Mostly superficial at this point. You can see charred edges, charred wood. Um, but the explosion was merely... To cause a distraction, I would assume, rather than actually trying to take the ship out. That's not how you cause a distraction. (laughs) (laughs) No, you whip the sergeant at arms and hope for the best. That's how you cause a distraction. Now, you catch your surgeon on fire, and he goes running across decks, and that's the true distraction. That's a pretty good distraction. That was a pretty good distraction. I was distracted. (laughs) Right? Uh, So, as far as he can tell, the ship is, for the most part, intact and operable. Uh, Do you have a profession sailor? No. Then maybe... It's the most secure-looking ship you have ever seen, besides the Wormwood. Awesome. All this time you've spent, and you have not taken any ranks in profession sailor. Yeah, he's a cook. What's he need to sail for? I honestly didn't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> he's also a swashbuckler. Come on, man. Right, right. Um, <laughs> We're all just playing pretend here. <laughs> and you're so doing you, it wrong. <laughs> you were searching for a dagger. Yes, my dagger. You search up and down, below and above ship of the man's promise. You do not find it. I figured as much. Okay. Yeah, not even going to make you take a perception roll. You just don't find it hiding anywhere or falling down. Or It could be at the bottom of the ocean, but that's going to take a little bit of time to find. A whale so ate John... it. You'd have to take 40. <laughs> so John jumps overboard and starts searching the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> 
Shame, shame. All right. So uh, is there anything that anybody else wants to accomplish this evening? No. Nope, I think nope, nope, uh, nope. Sebastian's carousing and... The party goes well, well into the night. I have one other thing I want to do. And the party stops for super, just a moment. Super simple. No, I just want to go to my locker and I want to make sure that all of my stuff is in a very easily accessible and runawayable bundle. <laughs> you make a go bag? I'm making a go bag. Okay. Yep. And the party goes on well into the night. Uh, I love Siren's Game. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Good timing. <laughs> very good. good at that. Uh, the um, so the party goes on. Uh, everybody finally starts to fall asleep just before dawn breaks, and you hear. Uh, Look at that coordination! Ding, 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 and then everybody is forced awake. Um, Barnabas is at the rail again, looking upon everybody and says, "Crew, gather. Bring out the prisoners." Adagoke shuffles, a bit hungover at Lee. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why is it so bright? God. <clears throat> As you guys line up in front of uh, Barnabas on the Wormwood, the prisoners are led out in a single line, shuffling across the deck. Barnabas looks at them. Crewman of the man's promise, I am the victor. I Hold your bonds. Join me. Cast off the shackles of your oppressors. When he finishes, several of the pirates step forward and hold their hands out. Fain, cut their bonds. Welcome the new crewmen to your boat. The pirates or the members of the... The Rahamadumi. Yeah, the sailors <laughs> from the, the captured sailors from uh, the Man's Promise step okay. forward. So and I, they're offering to join uh, the Wormwood. So I cut their bonds, shake their hand. Welcome. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Welcome aboard. Hey, so welcome, welcome to the ship. Don't do stupid stuff. Uh, there's quite a few that refuse. Uh, they're looking sullen and cast down. Several of the officers are doing the same. And then um, Barnabas looks out. For your success. The plunder is yours. Mr. Plug, dole it out as we discussed. Loot. Yes. And then Loot. Barnabas looks at Sebastian. Uh-oh. Sebastian. <laughs> Captain. For your assistance yesterday in alerting me and then dispatching a sailor on my back. Accept these as gifts. Mr. Plug. And Mr. Plug walks forward. And in his hands, he has a short sword. Okay. And an amulet of natural armor. Ooh. Plus Ooh. one. The short sword is also a plus one short sword. Sebastian will put his hand to his chest, bow <laughs> to the captain. Barnabas nods at you, and Mr. Plug then reaches behind him. He grabs a bag and hands it to you guys. Uh, and this is your loot to divvy up. <laughs> and here we go. Are you guys ready? Got your pens out? Oh, got your pens? Oh. Got your pencils? All right. Um, real quick, is something happening with the Rahadumi while we are divvying up? Because Adagoke wants to try to speak to them. If like if Barnabas is going to try and kill them for okay. not joining, I would rather talk to them than divvy loot. Okay. Yeah, I agree. All right. 
Uh, let me go ahead and just tell you what you got. Okay. That way we can take care of it, and then we'll deal with this. Basically, it's like a real quick glance into the bag. You see what you got, and then we'll move on. Okay. Uh, but, of course, it takes more time in real time. Uh, inside the bag are three potions of Cure Moderate Wounds. Pretty nice, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially after, like, 13 episodes of No Loot. <laughs> a potion of Invisibility. Yeah, that's nice. Actually, I know somebody needs that worse than I do. <laughs> You're not wrong, actually. <laughs> I sneak at a negative two. Right. I think I think Adagoke needs that way more than I do. <laughs> we'll worry about that later. Everybody gets 150 gold pieces as part of the plunder. All right. So this goes out to every pirate that was on board and fought in the battle. Then... Because you were able to capture the officer alive, and the captain can ransom that officer for quite a bit of money, each of you have 225 gold pieces to split. But it, the whole party gets 225 gold, and you can split that up as gotcha. appropriate. That'd be 50 a piece. Yeah, 45. Yeah. <laughs> it's 45. Yeah. 45? Yes. yes. So everybody gets 45 gold pieces on their sheet. Yeah, carry the one. <laughs> uh, I'm not mathing here somehow. Yeah. So. You'll be fine. <laughs> after you glance into your bag, you see the awesome loot that you have. Uh, and we can split up who has what potion off air. Sure. Um, Adagoke, you want to turn to the pirates. And I will yes. give you one quick line that you can say because Barnabas is ready to speak again. Okay. Um, to ask Wes, because I okay. am not sure, do Rahadumi speak polyglot, the Mwangi language, or is that something completely separate? Or They do not speak polyglot. They have their own language that they speak. Okay. It starts with an O. Okay. Um, yeah. I will say to them, uh, friends, I did not join this crew willingly, but I now serve willingly. You should do the same. We all kind of like shuffle around a little bit. And I guess make a diplomacy check? Sure. <laughs> Kidney, do you want to take a minute to say anything to him? Uh, 14. Okay. Um, so the guy that I pulled the arrow out of, is he part of this group or part of the group that joined? He's on your side. Yeah, he, he immediately raised his, uh, his hands and Fane cut the... Cut okay. his bonds. He was probably the first one in line. Okay. I'm just pretty much going to stand behind Adigo King and nod my head vigorously. <laughs> Take plus two to your roll, Avery. <laughs> 16. <laughs> uh, Barnabas then stands up. We now have a second ship, and she is quite the prize. But I still only have one crew. The Wormwood will continue to its planned destination with our new shipmates. Mr. Plug, pick a skeleton crew. Sail the man's promise to Port Peril. She'll be worth a pretty penny as salvage. As for these fine fellows, some will be worth a hefty ransom. The rest, if the pirate's life is not for them, he then reaches out, grabs a sailor, and throws her into the water. They spend the rest of their lives at sea. 
That I always wonder what happens when the even villain stops laughing because they always cut. Yeah. It's always a little. little the DM awkward. takes over. Yeah. Now it's a little awkward and everybody shuffles their feet. Yeah. Like, but after he throws that sailor into the water, just about everybody reaches for and is like, okay. And about another 10 or 12 join. Uh, the officer is then led uh, onto the Wormwood and below decks. And they're, that officer and the few other ones that they've captured are. Uh, they're going to be ransomed for later. <laughs> and everyone starts to kind of go their own way. Mr. Plug is walking around to a lot of his friends, Aretta, Phipps, Jaundice, a bunch of other ones. Mr. Plug walks over to him, and you overhear him saying, and then he comes over and says it to you guys, man's promise sails in 10 minutes. Be on that ship, ready to go. He's talking to the five of us? All five of you, I'm assuming you're kind of like standing around <laughs> together discussing the, the battle, and he's like, you're on the ship with me. Six of us. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> oh, congratulations, Adagoke. We've been trying to get that uh, bird down for quite a while now. It smells up there. <laughs> Are you ready? We sail when you're, we sail in 10 minutes. We'll be ready. And you guys have 10 minutes to do stuff. You, Kitnik, uh, I assume, goes to grab her go bag that she sold. My bug out bag. It's ready yeah. to go. Ready to go. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Sebastian is going to grab his stuff, and he's going to stop and say farewell to Grok. And Grok is standing there, and she says, I, I wish I could go with you, Sebastian. It's been so good getting to know you. Please, please, take this to remember me by. And she hands you a scroll. You thought, open it up? I thought it'd be of course. Rum. <laughs> yeah. I say, she wasn't in play orc, was she? <laughs> have some grog. Uh, it's her centerfold. Drink it quick. Uh, yeah. I, I, I will open it up and glance at it. Erotic scrimshaw. <laughs> oh, God. All of those are better ideas than what I'm having. <laughs> Single edition of play No, that's, ja that's Jack Scrimshaw's gift to Kitten. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. It is a scroll of... Scorching Ray. Ah. Uh, Sebastian rolls Sebastian? the... Uh... <laughs> That's just wrong, John. Uh, Sebastian will uh, roll the scroll up, bow, take her hand, kiss it gently. Oh, Sebastian. <laughs> we, will, we will meet again, Mr. Fade to black, fade to black, fade to black, fade to black. <laughs> you got five minutes, buddy. Go. <laughs> <laughs> we will we will meet again, Miss Cross. Swoon. <laughs> you will not be soon enough. Until that time, keep yourself safe, huh? And you as well, Sebastian. And, and I'm getting the heck out of there. <laughs> she was swoons in the voice. <laughs> uh, all right, is there anything you guys want to accomplish before you head to the man's promise? John, uh, you yeah. still haven't found your dagger. <clears throat> John would like to do uh, one thing. He just wants to talk to Ambrose. Is Ambrose coming with us? Yes. Oh, then he doesn't need to talk to Ambrose. But he needs to find out because no, no, no one told him. Yeah, I wanted to ask. So I'd like to go talk to Ambrose. Everybody up to this point that you have encountered is going to the man's promise. Even the ones that don't like us? Correct. Okay. Oh, the, okay. There are also two Radoom sailors that just joined the crew. Uh, you get to learn that their names are Adum and Miku. They also join the Man's Promise. 
And then the Wormwood is simply being sailed by Barnabas, the officers, and uh, all the Rahadoom sailors that just joined. Hmm. That's so how it's, it's kind of splitting so up. So it's everyone we hate, but it's also everyone we like. Correct. So yep. Scourge is also on The Man's Promise. Yes. Okay. Temporarily. Good. Yeah, John's gone. <laughs> he doesn't need to do anything then. All right, you said the Rahadoom's the one that I shot? Oh, that's uh, a Doom. All right. Hmm. Yeah. He just kind of smiles at you and winks. <laughs> Points at his shoulder, <laughs> points at you. Is that the one that was trying to wiggle out? Uh, yes. Yeah, that yes. I smacked. Yeah. yeah. I figure he and I are going to become good friends, actually. Okay. <laughs> you smacked some sense into him. Right. Well, I didn't kill him. Like, I specifically didn't kill him. So I'm going to make sure he understands this. Yeah. The more tall people I have on my side, the better. <laughs> so, <laughs> provide cover. So, are you guys doing anything else? Uh, grabbing my stuff. Yeah. Uh, just, go, okay, so. I'm assuming you grab your stuff, kind yeah. of put your affairs in order, and move over to the man's promise. Yeah. Yes. Everyone, everyone I want to talk to is there, so. Gotcha. <laughs> so John's like, I'm going to go talk to Scourge. Just come with this. Talk to Ambrose. He's going as well. So pretty much Grok is the only one that stays on the crew behind. Sorry, Sebastian. <laughs> eh, parting is such sweet sorrow. And also really sweet. Anyway. <laughs> So you guys move over to the man's promise. As soon as everybody arranges themselves on the ship, Mr. Plug, in all of his peacocking, parading gear that he has, he stands up on the rail of the ship, and he starts to speechify. This here's a new ship, and you'll be sailing under my rules. This ship won't be run like that lackadaisical wormwood. This will be a tight ship. You'll be disciplined for all infractions with the cat. He then pulls out his cat of nine tails, starts swinging around a bit. He puts it away. There will also be no rum rations, no time for entertainment. If you're not working, you're sleeping, and if you're not sleeping, you're working. Anyone caught above decks after dusk will receive six lashes with the cat. And he slaps it on his thigh. Am I clear? From here on out, you'll call me Captain plug mr scourge you're my first mate this asshole's gotta go out <laughs> of go k charges <laughs> yeah. he uh names do you really no no okay. <laughs> I'm <just> like, <laughs> what's going on we're uh, not far enough away uh, from barnabas yeah. Yeah. exactly he yep. names off the rest of his officers and lo and behold a fan is not one of them no way i know you're shocked i can't what? believe that crap Yep. Uh, so he uh, makes the ship ship shape. The gangplanks are pulled. The grapples are released. Ropes are untied. And the man's promise begins selling, sailing north towards Port Peril. The wormwood begins selling south to an unknown destination. Hmm. That's interesting hmm. because he's supposed to be back in Port Peril. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. He's got two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. He's up to something. Yeah, but we've already spent a couple of days chasing this ship, so and we're already a little ways out from Port Peril. He's he's obviously got something big he's going after. He's up to something. Uh-huh. What are we near now as far as landmarks and whatnot? You really don't see much. You might be able to make out the slithering coast off the starboard side towards the northeast, but you guys are pointed almost directly north, heading back towards the shackles. Do we have a decent idea of how long it would take us to get to Port Peril? Three, four days. Okay. Maybe a little bit more. In the so, direction that we're going, we think. Correct. Okay. Yep. And everybody will be given a job. A red abansion 
Fuck is the one handing jobs out Bill to Jones. the slobs. Oh, boy. And Scourge is now the one in control of the rigging. Okay. Mm. And at this point, since they are riding everybody so incredibly hard on uh, the jobs that you have to do for the day, it is always a DC-8 fatigue check because you're sailing even longer than normal. If it already has a fatigue check as part of the job, add two to the uh, difficulty class because they are making everything much, much more difficult now. So, Aretta hands out the bilges to Thane and Kitnik. This ship has no bilges. <laughs> oh, it does. You just don't see it. Uh, Secret bilges. Bastion, you are going to be hauling rope. Surprise. John, you'll be working with Ambrose. He is the ship's cook again. And Adagoke, pick the job that has the highest constitution fatigue check available on that list. Okay, I think it's I think it's line work. Yep, so line work. All mm. right. Everybody roll your jobs. John living the charmed <laughs> life over there. <laughs> uh, does anybody have the sheets? I don't remember. No, right. I don't have it handy. I just I remember what the checks were for mine. Yeah. All right, oh, natural there they are. Cool, thanks. That's for Adagoke. <laughs> Wes, I think I gave you back the cooking sheet at some point in time for some reason. You're going to be hunting turtles. Here it is. Uh, <laughs> so you said if it already had a constitution check, you had two to the DC, correct? Correct. All right. Did you want me to do what I rolled, or do you want me to hunt turtles? Hunt turtles. Okay. Can you uh, work diligently to not become fatigued? No. <laughs> Shit. Great try, though. In fact, oh, if you oh, work cool. diligently, you add another two. No, <laughs> All right, so has everybody rolled your jobs and what's your... Uh... I have. Okay. Yeah. I have. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Yep. All right. Uh, did anybody fail? I did not. Nope. I did not. Oh, my goodness. John? Oh, uh-oh. Baby. It is hunting turtles, and he's not great at that. Should have taken profession sailor. Should have hijacked his hook. <laughs> uh... uh... <laughs> That doesn't sound promising. <laughs> Should I tell you what Adagoke's daytime action is? <laughs> I'm going to find out if John failed yet. I right. did fail. All right, it's six lashes of the cat. Oh, but it, 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 do I also get sentenced to the villages the next day, too? Nope. Because it says failure means assignment to villages the next day. But this is a different ship. Some different consequences are given. Son of a bitch. Yep. Mm -hmm. Who's doing the lashings? <laughs> Mr. Scourge still. He yeah. enjoys it way too much. All right, Adagoke, what are you doing for your daily action? For my daily action, um, I succeeded. I got it like 25 on my nice. check. Uh, made my con check also, so I'm perfectly fine there. I'm going to shirk down to the bilges. All righty. What do you do when you get down to the bilges? When I get down to the bilges, I'm going to look at Kitnik and uh, Thane. And in Gnomish, I'm going to talk to them about the fact that... Uh, Okay, we only have three to four days until the ship makes port peril. If we are going to do anything, we will have to do it soon. Yeah, because I'm one of these fucking bilges. Right. Yeah, and this isn't going to go over very well with the rest of the crew, old or new. Mm -hmm. So all of the, the hard work and 
no sleep and no revelry and no rum. Exactly. <clears throat> we've got voice. we've got all of our allies plus a couple of Rahadumi right. who are not going to like the main ship, uh, the main crew. I say you give them today to really get abused, and they'll be ready to listen to us. So we probably need to talk to the rest of the folks that we already know are friendly, and uh, make sure they're on the same page. Right. Okay. Hey Wes, did the sorcerer make it to our ship, or is she on the? Uh, she is on the wormwood. Good. <laughs> right. Okay. So peppery. So you're yes. talking about? Okay. The only officers are Plug and Scourge. I don't think Barnabas <laughs> is going to be very happy when he finds out that Plug has downgraded his officer and then reinstated somebody who he specifically was going to get rid of. of well, he's yeah. captain of his own ship, though, so he can do whatever he likes. But Barnabas never told him he was a captain. He just told him to take his ship up to turn it in. He, he promoted himself to captain. Mm-hmm. So Barnabas is not going to be happy about this either way. Wouldn't, he, wouldn't Barnabas technically become Commodore and he would become captain? <laughs> no, because he's not keeping the ship. This is, he's not creating yeah, a fleet. He's gonna sell this it. is loot. Okay. So, yeah. It he, sounds like Kitnick needs to write an angry letter. So, <laughs> send him an email. Dear editor. <laughs> dear Raven. Captain Harrigan. Yeah. Uh, oh, the DM is nodding vigorously over here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, that's something we maybe need to keep in mind and let everyone else know that anybody who sides with him is probably going to be looked upon just as negatively whenever Barnabas shows back up. That's something else in our pocket. Yep. Maybe at least some of those people who are, maybe some of those people who are ambivalent, the ones who hate us less, like Mm -hmm. maybe Badger, maybe one of the Rahadim, they might be able to swing on our side with the, if he's captain, if he's called himself captain, you're screwed either way. You Mm -hmm. might as well join with us. Sebastian, what are you doing for your action today? Oddly enough, even though I'm not privy to that conversation, uh, as Sebastian's running around doing rope work um, and whatnot, he's actually going to, uh, as he passes by different members of the crew, he's going to essentially just whisper things in their ears about how badly they're being treated by Plug and Scourge. And, you know, Captain Harrigan was never was never this... Uh, was never this harsh. Who does Plug think he is? We should really do something about it. just something just sure. to, in, to inflame dissension tempers and dissension amongst the ranks. And he's also going to keep an eye out and see how fast the Wormwood is sailing away from us. You would imagine the Wormwood is going to crest the horizon right about dusk, maybe a little bit later. Excellent. Fane, what you doing today? Uh, I did pretty well in the villages. I'm going to shirk, or I guess, well, shirk and influence. Um, and I passed my constitution check. You can influence Kit and that go, Kit. I'm going to go see about this other, I think Kit was talking to Adum, or at least shot him. I'm going to go talk to Miku. Miku? Okay. And just, is he, uh, is he a swab? Is he? He's actually up in the rigging, that. so you can climb up and talk to him if you want. Oh, yeah. Well, is it a nice rope ladder? <laughs> no. Nope. It's a knotted rope. Hmm. <laughs> what was the other one's name? Adum and... Miku. M-E-H-K-U. Oh, I spelled that way off. So yeah, me too. Yeah, um, oh, hell, I want to talk to him. I'll give it a shot. All right, give me your climb check. <laughs> Don't fall to your death. <laughs> I knotted... Knotted... Yep. Uh, let's see what my climb is. I think what it's like plus one. What kind of DC are we one. talking there? Ooh. Yeah. Or knotted rope, I think it's like, what, 
Five. Ten? Five? A knotted rope? Yeah. It's not much. It's not bad. You should Actually, be a rope master. Right you wouldn't have this problem. I should be a rope master. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a rope with a wall braced against it, or a knotted rope is a DC five climb check. Oh, okay. There you go, yeah. You... Oh, wow. <laughs> I rolled an eight. <laughs> so a nine. All right, so you're up five feet. <laughs> How many do I need? I'll let, you, I'll let you move double your speed in with one climb check, so it's 10 feet up. He's 60 feet up. Holy crap. And everyone's laughing at how slow you're climbing this rope. Well, the nice thing is, is you have to fail it by more than five to mm -hmm. fall. So I can still die. Okay. <laughs> Four. Oh, good lord. Which is by one, so I don't get all the way. I just, it, uh, it stops me. So you're, you're struggling to get up the rope. I, I'm not a... <laughs> to, uh, 20 adjusted. Mm. 12. Tell me when to stop. Yeah, you're good. Ah, natural 20. Ah. Yeah, you're great. <laughs> so you make fly. it out the last little bit. He's 60 feet up in the air. Miku looks over at you and just says, what? <gasps> <gasps> Climb ropes off and buddy. We're really high. <laughs> Don't look down. I look down, of course. <laughs> it's like, don't think of the elephant. Um, you're new to the ship. You're new to the crew. just want to let you know that we are part of the old crew. This... Plug, this self-proclaimed Captain Plug, is an evil, evil man. Do what he says. Don't make any waves. Stay under his... Radar? <laughs> What's radar? Yeah. Stay out of his sight? Stay out of his sight. Stay out of the bilges. Um, <laughs> if you need anything, I used to be an officer on the other ship. I kind of give him a little He's like, nod of the head. Oh. Um, and we will help you out. Roll your diplomacy. Ah, yeah. And you know what? Take two. Take two? As in plus two. Oh. Take, take a plus two. <laughs> take ten? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm asleep over here. Take a plus two. Natural 20. So 31. <laughs> Congratulations. You are his new god. Yeah, right? <laughs> this guy knows it. He gets me. <laughs> and you back down the rope. Um, who else has got to do stuff? John. You failed your job. What do you do for your uh, daily action? If I work diligently, I don't fail. Oh, so you're working diligently. I'm going to work diligently. Cool. Mm -hmm. Sorry that I don't get lashed. Yeah, <laughs> I was looking forward to doing some real damage. Were you doing turtles? Is that right? I was doing turtles. Well, I mean, I was fishing for them. Yeah, you've gotten better. <laughs> <laughs> you at least got it. Phrasing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Are we not doing phrasing I only anymore? got it by one. Uh, so, But yes, I was able to fish turtles. Now, this doesn't mention anything about making a cook check. Do I need to make a cook check nope. to, for the turtles? Mm -mm. Okay. Nah, Ambrose takes care of that. Yeah, so I work diligently, and I'm able to get the turtles. All right. Sorry Fresh. to have to retcon a little bit, but turtle check. Fresh turtle meat for the day. So the night, the day wears on. Everybody's working their job. Night falls. Uh, Plug makes his speech about staying below deck after dusk. Don't ever be found on deck after dusk. And then uh, everybody goes below decks. He goes off into his uh, quarters. A little while after you guys are downstairs and getting into your hammocks and getting ready for the evening, you notice that the only people around you are the people you like and have made friends with that are more than likely loyal to you guys. All of the people that dislike you, like Reddit and Jonas and that entire crew, are nowhere to be found. Uh, I meant to ask, actually, is, did Owlbear come over? Owlbear is also here. Hmm. Something is yep. amiss. He is. Uh, he's been locked, or rather, uh, led into the captain's quarters. 
So mm. is this ship set up the same way that the Wormwood was, where there's officers' quarters on one side and captain's quarters on the other? Correct. Okay. Is Miku with us? He is not. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all right. Miku and Adum are not with us? Correct. Okay. Well, sounds like a good time to uh, murder yes. those bastards. Oh, That's what? right. Well. That's interesting. Where are they then? There's not that many places on this ship. Friends. I think we're all... Uh, well, given the, uh, the obvious absence of some other people here... I think it's, it should be obvious to us all. Plug is probably not intending to turn the ship in. He fancies himself a captain equal to uh, our beloved Captain Harrigan. Uh, and it is obvious, well, none of those of us here are uh, particularly in favor with him. I strongly suspect they are discussing this very fact right now. I would... Uh, by what I saw up on deck, the Wormwood should be out of sight this evening, if it is not already. Come first bell, I, sus- I would... Uh, perhaps we do something about this situation, eh? I agree with Sebastian. We know what happens in Port Peril when the... We know what happens in Port Peril when a ship doesn't have a lot of crew. I don't put it past plug to slit our throats in our sleep and Shanghai a new crew. Exactly. I strongly suspect that is his plan. He hates all of us. Rosie stands up. She pipes up. Are you are you suggesting the the M word? I am mutiny. Su- yes, I am absolutely suggesting it. But I, I am suggesting that perhaps Sandara. What is Besmara's opinion on a captain who disrespects and mistreats his crew? To the drink with that captain. Plus, it's only mutiny when there's an actual captain, right? <laughs> That's very Bez- true. Besmara would agree wholeheartedly. <clears throat> if we are going to do this, crew, how will we succeed? Surprise must be on our side. We're not taking prisoners this time. <laughs> well, as I said, at first bell, when they are handing out the jobs, I doubt they will strike tonight. They may, but uh, I suspect they will... Probably, I would suspect they will probably try to find their way a little bit closer to their destination. I, I say we strike at first bell uh, when they are assigning the jobs. All of the officers will be present. All of the crew will be present. We can be done with this. Everybody that is down below decks is nodding, smiling, and checking their weapons. We should really keep a watch tonight. One, one thing we need to think about is this is a bigger ship than the Wormwood was. So can we sail it if we kill off everybody else? If they surrender, that's one thing. Well, Wes, can I make a profession sailor check to see if we can limp along to uh, some other destination? You can make it happen. Can Sebastian can and Adagoke get to put their heads together and come up with that? Basically, can I add another to him? Because I have profession sailor also. I'm not even going to make your roll. You know, uh, with a crew of anywhere between 15 and 25, you can limp along. More than 20, you can sail at a decent speed. Less than 20, you're going to have to push really hard to keep the ship sailing in the direction you want at the speed, at a normal speed. And how many many do we have with and how many do we have without? That's a great 
Great question. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead. Or we and... could just sail during the day. <laughs> we only sail during the day. Like true pirates. <laughs> All right, let's discuss who is in the hold with you. Rosie Cuswell is there. Crimson Cog Cogward is down there with you. Sandara, Gifford Tibbs, Ratline Ratsberger. Hold on, hold on. You're going way faster than I'm writing. Sandara, Crimson, Rosie, Ratline, Giffer. Davery, that's a beautiful thing about recordings. <laughs> uh, Barefoot Sam's Toppins Conchabar Yay! Jack Scrimshaw Those are all with you What about Scrimshaw? I didn't know that well, Yeah mm-hmm. Ambrose, oh, that's you that. that's He right. is in love with Kitnick That's true is You're Ambrose, welcome I have a fan so, club who That's is, 15 Who is missing? We have We have uh, Our two Rahadumis The Rahadumi because oh. we have Sandara, Crimson, Rosie, Ratline, Sam, Giffer, Conchabar, Jack, Albert, Ambrose, and the five of us. Right. So can we count Albert? He's not present, but I'm yeah. hoping we can. I'm hoping I can get him to our side during the fight. So the pirates that came over from the Wormwood that are missing are Phipps, Phipps, Aretta, Aretta, Shavika, Shavika, Badger, Badger, Mahin, Mahin. Jape, Jape, and Slippery Sigh. Sigh. Jape, at one point, because of Adagoke's fight with him, was friendly to Adagoke. Mm-hmm. So we may be able to turn him if we keep him alive mm-hmm. after, until everyone else is disappeared. I think he's an opportunist. John yeah. already I saved really his life I think once. he'll do what he needs to yeah, to survive. I think he's an opportunist. Yeah, I mean, I, we've already given him his life one time. Right. So, and then Scourge and Villages, we didn't yep. kill him then. And then there's also Tilly Brackett, who's kind of on the fence. Okay, but she's friends with Ambrose, right? Sort of, yes. Yeah, but we didn't spend any significant amount of time with her. Right, but we could, again, kind of like Jape, if we could keep her gone until then. So where do we think they're keeping the Rahadumis? Because They're probably wherever the rest of the crew is because they're new. They're trying to sway them to their side, Mm. if I had to guess. Well, we are outnumbered, and they have Scourge and Plug. We're not outnumbered. No, we're not. Oh, I'm just just counting them. That's right. Yeah, we're we're at 15. They're at like 7. Scourge. Evil grin. (laughs) Is Ambrose not down with us? I wasn't counting us. Uh, He may be. (laughs) Okay. He may be down there with you guys. Uh, Owlbear's in the captain's quarters, and I think that's everybody that's on this ship. Well, then we are agreed, friends. You hear a huzzah! <laughs> well, tomorrow, at uh, when we are getting our assignments, position yourselves. I will give the signal. We will take the ship. Sebastian gives the word. We do it. So you guys are planning on killing them all? Not all no, of them, potentially. No. We can, but certainly some of them. We can possibly keep. If we can keep Jape and Tilly alive, I believe they will come to us. I can agree with that. <laughs> The so, rest, people like Sai, they're part of the reason we're on this ship to begin with. The only two that really have to die are Scourge and Plug. I'm just saying you don't have to take a prisoner unless they give up. We, we took prisoners when we fought the Ramahadumi ship. The Rahadumi were merchants. We have to take over the ship. Hmm. We have 15. We have the numbers to keep the ship going. Right. Without so we, them. Right. Well, I'm not happy about having to kill anybody, but I'll do what it takes to get control of this ship. I'm with you guys. Sindara stands up. Cut the head off the snake. The body will wither. I'm sure we can turn anybody other than the top two. But I agree with Fane. If they don't surrender, send them on their way. Sandara, 
may Besmara split them all. <laughs> Very well then. So anything else you guys want to accomplish tonight? Sharpen your, uh, sharpen all your weapons. That's right, sharpen <laughs> yeah. weapons. Get sharpen ready. your fists. Sharpen my, sharpen my whip. <laughs> I think he's going to punch barrels of sand. Wouldn't that be putting like a piece of metal on the end of it? I say we need to have a, a rotating watch. Definitely. Yeah, we need yeah. a watch for the night. One to two people because everyone needs to get some sleep. But we need, definitely need to have a rotating watch just in case. Oh, I definitely need to uh, get my spells. Yeah. So, so 15, we could split it up for eight hours. Everyone could watch for an hour or two. All right. Um... Nothing else. Just making a watch. I think that's yeah. it. So as, as you guys are talking, you begin to wrap up your conversation for the evening. You've uh, decided on people making watches. Uh, the ones that I listed that are not with you, mm -hmm. they all trudge downstairs almost in a single line. They just go directly to their hammocks and turn in for the night. Mm. Mm -hmm. They just kind of smile at you and move on. Really? I'm going to cast message. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to whom? To... Basically, the other four that I know for sure. These guys, the party. Okay. Individually, I guess you can only do one at a time, but they're down here with us, and they're going to be asleep. That's Why true. wait? That is very true. That is very true. Because then it'll be all of us against two in the morning. I, I pray to Shimye Magala and Besmara and the game Masta. Should we attack them tonight, or should we attack them in the morning? <laughs> Give me a sign. <laughs> and nothing comes down. <laughs> so, you all begin to turn in for the night. If you were attacking anybody on this level, roll me initiative. If you're going to sleep through the night and wait for the first bell, then uh, John over there, working the thing, can ring the bell for us. What are we going to do, guys? We're gonna listen to some really, okay, really so anyway. let's let's figure this out. How many people are on? That was my fault. Sorry. Uh, how many people are on the this one, two? Well, I look at it this way: if we do it tonight, Scourge and Plug can barricade themselves in the officers' quarters. Did if Mick, we do it on deck, they're right there in the open. Did Miku come down? He's yeah. Everybody okay. came down. Everybody but uh, pretty much Plug and Scourge and Owlbear are in their normal spots. Okay, so that Lee, that's nine that are down here. So yes, John will just throw out. I guess I'm really just talking to Fane, but maybe you're relaying this to everybody. However it works, um, I'll tell him. You know, if we wait till daytime, we can make a show out of it in the sense that we can give everyone the option. If we just start killing people in the middle of the night, there's really no options. We'd have to wake them up. I mean it. It's going to alert everyone. It won't go the way we want, I don't think. Yeah, we're not, most of us aren't stealthy enough. No, right. I, and, and not, only, not only that, but if we're trying to wake one person up at a time and then they say no, what do we do with them? Do we just slip their throats right then and there? I mean, there's no, there's no options for them. We could at least try to be upstairs before them and, you know, before the bells in the morning so that we were a little more intimidating of a presence than a sleepwalking bunch of people coming upstairs. All right, I, I can agree with that. Let's wait until the morning. So you guys wake up in the morning. You all feel stronger, invigorated, perhaps level three. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> so let's talk about level three just a little bit before we find out what happens in the morning. Um, seven. Seven? Oh, yeah. Right. yeah well, I'm not, not going to let that one go. Yeah. So level three. We're going to need level seven for next morning. Fane <laughs> is now negative two. Oh, 
Damn. <laughs> All right, I'm, gonna well, bring, I'm never bringing it up again. <laughs> uh, Sebastian, what'd you get for level three, man? What's oh, fun? Oh, I finally got some good stuff. I didn't get a lot for level two. It was kind of meh. But uh, I get a bloodline spell, so I pick up Charm Person. And I get one you're going to love, Wes. I get a bloodline power called Mind Reader. <laughs> that means I can detect service thoughts of anybody within 60 feet. Well, it's a good thing none of them have any thoughts because they're all NPCs. They're brain dead. <laughs> it's like a, you do a cat skin of these guys, it's just a flat line. <laughs> nah. And, of course, the normal feat, an extra spell per day. Yeah. All, the, all that good stuff. But really... It's the Bloodline spell and, and Mind Reader for me. Very nice. What'd you pick up for your feet? Uh, I think I'm probably going to go for a Still Spell. So mm. no no gestures, no no somatic components. No more gesturing out towards them. It just happens naturally. Yep. Not going to take Martial Weapon Proficiency Short Sword to take advantage <laughs> of your booty? Uh, I think Short Swords are actually simple weapons. No. Aren't they? No, they're, they're, they're martial. They are martial. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not wasting a feat on that. <laughs> Because I would just get myself killed. <laughs> so did you give the short sword to somebody? I'm holding keeping it for, it for the time being. Okay. It may rude. come into play later. Adagoke is proficient with short swords, if you were curious. <laughs> I think John is too, right? It's a piercing light weapon. Yeah. Then yes. <laughs> now, if, if either of you would like to make an offer on this fine, fine late model weapon, <laughs> we can discuss that. Only used on Sundays by a Rahadumi merchant. <laughs> by little Rahadumi lady. Uh, Fane, what did a level three look like for you? A um, couple more spells, but Fane found his voice. He <laughs> now is able to use his low level word strike. He can use a one round of bardic performance to do. A burst of sonic charged words at a creature or object. Formance deals d4 points of damage plus the bard's level to an object or half to a living creature. So your words are finally going to really hurt. Words is weapons. What you know that the... whole thing, words can never hurt you? That's yeah. not true in this case. Not for Fane. Um, what was it that you cast at Scourge in your mighty battle there? That was Court of Shards, uh, first level spell that you cast while inspiring courage. Okay. It turns, it crystallizes words and sends it out in a cone. So your words have already hurt a little That's bit. That's true. Yeah, you're but right. But now you're, right. you're really going to hurt. Yeah, now it's, I could do it like 12 times a day. Can you use that ability and still inspire courage? No, it's it's using a round of uh, performance. I'm assuming no. I mean, it's I wouldn't think it's so. using performance. So okay. I don't think you use so performance you have twice. To, so if you're inspiring courage for your entire group, you have to cut that off in order to use this Correct. ability. Okay. Yes. How about uh, Mr. John Ollie, the swashbuckler? So swashbucklers get quite a bit of stuff at level three, uh, probably similar to what uh, Sebastian plays. It's it's like level two, I didn't really get anything, but level three, I get a bunch of deeds. Um, so some of the cool things about it is that I actually don't have to spend panache to do the majority of them. I just what? have to have panache. Oh, wow. Yeah, so as long <laughs> as I have at least one point of panache, I can do a kip up. Which is a standard move, or sorry, I can stand as a move action without provoking attacks of opportunity, mm -hmm. uh, or I can stand as a swift action instead. Um, I also get something called uh, menacing swordplay. On a successful melee hit, I can intimidate to demoralize as a swift action. Nice. Uh, and that's on every single attack as long as I have one panache point. Nice. And basically that just makes it to where they all have minus two penalties to like attacks and saving throws and whatnot. Um, I also get precise strike, which adds uh, my swashbuckler's level to my damage as long as I have one panache point. And if I spend the second <laughs> panache point, I get to double that. So I can essentially do plus six. 
So, uh, and then I also get Swashbuckler's Initiative, which gives me a plus two initiative bonus whenever I do. Um, oh, it's just a plus two initiative bonus. It looks like. Yep. So Enough of the boring stuff. What happened, really? Yeah. <laughs> so you become yeah. a swashbuckler yeah, at no level kidding. three. That's when yes. you really yeah, get John just got a lot more dangerous. Exactly. Flamboyant and things. And I actually got the feat as well, and Davery recommended taking Piranha Strike, which basically is power attack for swashbucklers. Mm-hmm. So now I do 1d6 plus 11. Right, because that's a feat from the Sargaba book, which is where Adagoke's from. Right. So, so Adagoke's teaching John how to actually fight. That's... Nice. Fun. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. So everything is going to have to be like a CR5 encounter to even challenge you guys, <laughs> is what I'm understanding. Uh, Adagoke, what'd you get? Adagoke actually doesn't get too much this level. I got all of mine in, at level two. Level three, mm. just I get a feat, which is pretty boring because it's weapon focus. Uh. And then that's about it. But I did, thanks to our background skills uh, use, I took Handle Animal. So that parrot is definitely going to become uh. my buddy now. <laughs> <laughs> I can Smack. use it. I'm trained. I can take 10. I can do all that. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. So weapon focus gives you plus one to attack. Right. And with then, that specific weapon. Right. Which in my case, unarmed strike. Right. And it'll open up a couple of new feats for martial flexibility. Of right? course. Because you, now you have the base. You don't have to spend points on that. Right. You're good to go. Kitnik, what did your unchained rogue grab this level that is just intoxicating? Stuff and things. <laughs> that's a good start right? like filling yeah. things with things <laughs> that's what I was understanding right? no, no comment stuffing things um, first off I took quick draw for my feet oh, since I gave you such a hard time about it before well, now you can draw and put away and draw right well it's okay. something that my rogues normally have anyway and I don't know why I didn't have it this time. Well, you have well, to I have... Well, I took point blank rain or point blank shot, so... The first yeah. one, and you have to have a plus one to mm-hmm. your base attack bonus before you can take it, yep. so this is the first chance you would get. That'll be why. So now I have quick draw. Awesome. Wow. And then I also have some more of my rogue abilities. I have, uh, let's see, finesse training. So I got to pick one of my weapons to use my dex instead of my strength, so I'm going to be doing that with my dagger. Yep. Pretty awesome. Uh, also danger sense, which... Davery and I were reading about this, and it has a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it gives you the ability to basically sense a trap long Uh, before you actually get to it. Right, it's like a plus one towards traps, and then it was towards Plus one to AC against traps. Sneaking. Yeah, I'm not sure if this is just unique to the Unchained or if I missed it, but it's a plus one to all perception checks to notice surprise Mm -hmm. attacks. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yes, that was how it was worded. Yep, I remember that one. It's great. Your precision went up. Yes. So your sneak attack damage goes up? 2d6 now. Ooh, yep. nice. Somebody help her flank, please. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, so cool stuff. And then uh, I also took bone working for another skill as one of my background skills. <laughs> oh, because you worked with uh, Jack Scrimshaw. Exactly. So now you can, oh, I love that. Right? That's beautiful. So, I love background skills. They're so much fun. Right? Very cool. Anything anybody wants to add? Well, nope. let's find out what happens on the first morning on the man's promise.